Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of a Mind Elephant podcast. My name is Paul, your regular host. Today I'll be talking about Manchester United's defeat to Middlesbrough in the FA Cup fourth round. Um, Mind United was knocked out um, after being held by Middlesbrough in the 1-1 draw after full time and extra time. And the game went into penalty shootout and... My United eventually lost the game, um, eight seven on penalties. Terrible, terrible way to be get knocked out of the FA Cup. I guess we deserve to lose because of so many factors, which I will be discussing after the break. Don't go anywhere. All right, you welcome back to the show. Thank you for staying tuned. I'd like to remind um, each and every one of you to to like, follow, subscribe to the Musings of Remind Another Fan podcast on your preferred podcast platform so that you can get notifications whenever new episodes are released. And please do not forget to give us a five-star rating so that others can get to listen to this podcast episode. All right, thank you so much for your support. Okay, so my United are out of the FA Cup in the fourth round. When the draws were made in December, um, we were happy with the draw because you would expect that um, we, we should be able to defeat Middlesbrough at Old Trafford. Unfortunately, uh, things didn't go according to plan. And let's let me focus on the positives first. The positives is we created lots of chances, which is good. My United have been struggling to create chances, but today we managed to create lots of chances. Unfortunately, we couldn't take those chances, partly because our main striker, Cristiano Ronaldo, appears to be experiencing a gold drought or in poor form and some fans are beginning to call him out for and blame him for the defeat i think players can experience gold draft it happens but football is a team sport what about our wingers yes sancho grabbed the goal but what about rashford rashford missed a sitter bruno missed a sitter Ronaldo didn't really miss a sitter apart from the penalty. And as we know, anyone can miss a penalty. In football, players miss penalties. But why would Bruno, with the goal gaping, contrive? He was not even from in a, in a poor angle. He was right in the middle of the goal. He was in the middle. He, he had no business missing. That ball should be on target. I would have preferred the keeper punch the ball than for him to to be too clever and play the uh, contrive to play the ball and hit the goalpost. I'm quite pissed and disappointed and angry with Manchester United for the easy chances that we wasted. And I think we deserve to lose the game if you look at it because we we should have been out of sight in the first half, not to talk of the second half. We should have been out of sight. This Middlesbrough team that played today, they didn't really, they created, gave us a lot of space. They gave my United a lot of space. 
to creatures. It was, it was in the extra time, that was when they became very compact. But in, in regulation time, they, we actually had lots of opportunities to score. And teams that play with low blocks would not give you such opportunities. But Middlesbrough were not that good defensively, even though my United made them look better than they were because of the chances that they missed. We should have been out of sight in the first half, not to, not to talk of extra time, you know. So I think the positive is that we created chances, and if we continue creating chances, eventually our attackers will hit form and grab goals. Then I also want to say something. Yes, Sancho was great attacking from the left wing, but we all know the weaknesses of Rashford. Rashford is better playing from the left. Why is Ranik insisting on playing Rashford from the right? It doesn't... I don't understand. The man seems to do things... Maybe he feels he can just change things for changing sake. These are not players who you can expect to perform if they're not in their best positions. San, my United signed Sancho because of his performances on the right wing. We signed Sancho because we lacked a right winger. But we are now playing Rashford, who we know is more comfortable, cutting him from the left, and we are playing him on the right. And Rashford didn't really have a good game, but he had good chances to score, and he wasted them. He had some decent chances to score, but he was wasteful. So that is another thing I need to bring out. Ranik is, I feel, overcomplicating things that shouldn't be. Play Sancho from the right. Play Rashford, play players in their best positions. I'm not saying that if Rashford had played on the left wing, he would have scored or done anything. But I feel Rashford is likely to make an impact playing from the left. This playing for the right train is going to cause problems for Manchester United. Playing players out of their best positions. It makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to me. And it's the reason why this season is going to be a complete waste of time. Because because of Reinick's tweaking, unnecessary um, tactics or putting square pegs in round holes, we will not get the best of our best players. Rashford is wasteful, even cutting from the left, not to talk of playing him up from the right. Sancho was bought to play on the right wing. Play the guy for every six in his best position. I know he scored from, from the left wing, but if Rashford is struggling, you play Sancho in his best position so that we can have goal threats from both wings. As it is now, our major goal threat was coming from the left wing, and because Rashford is struggles to play from the right wing, I don't know why Ranik won't learn or listen. I don't know why so this managers just overcomplicate things to prove something that we already know they are. To me, it makes no sense. All right, moving on. Um, so overall, the team did not do badly. I have to say. To be fair, they played well for the whole 120 minutes compared to what we have seen in the past. In the past, we've, we had it dominate teams. The game is usually terrible, you know, that kind of thing. But today, we were very good for a large part of the game. We created chances. But of course, we need to put it in the context that Middlesbrough 
are not a very good side at least from what i saw today they weren't a very good side okay so a premier league team will not make this game as easy as it was for my united they gave my a lot of space and well that was why we had the opportunity to create chances okay so the good thing is the only good thing i can see the only positive i can take from this game is that my united created a lot of chances and that's about it every other thing is a serious indictment on the way the club is run and i'll get to that as this podcast progresses um so we did well in the first half created a lot of chances failed to take them in the first 60 uh, up to 60 65 minutes we did okay but we didn't take our chances uh in the 64 minutes we just bro equalized controversially of course uh, the rules according to what i have found out is that if there's a handball in the lead up to the goal if there's a hand up i beg your pardon if there's a handball if the person who scored was not the one that had the handball or who committed the foul the goal will stand so what more handled the ball before crossing it to crooks who eventually scored the question now is the referees have to judge if the handball was intentional or not but you and i know that if the player handled the ball outside the 18 they would blow a free kick for that you and i know that so there's no way somebody would tell me that it's an intentional handball no no handball is intentional let us be frank handballs are never intentional well most of them anyways are not intentional unless the player is trying to stop an attack or a goal from going in you know but most handballs are usually not intentional so i don't know what the referees are thinking when they will say such a handball was not intentional it was not like the ball was played and he hit his arm he was trying to control the ball and clumsily touched the ball that should have been overruled but that goal stood and probably that was the omen that today was not going to be a good day but that was in the 65th minute you back a team like Manchester United to at least grab a goal before the end of the game. Or at the very worst, you had the benefit of extra time. 30 minutes and Manchester United could not grab one single goal. And that is why we deserve to lose. Forget that we played well. Forget we had more possessions. Forget that we had more attempts on goal. More shots on target. All the stats were in our favour. But we could not kill off the game. We should have been out of sight in the first time, but we failed to take our chances. Ronaldo and Rashford are the biggest culprits in this matter. They were poor in front of goal. They were poor. Ronaldo missed a penalty in the first half. Sancho scored shortly after. Bruno and Rashford missing terrible, easy, easy chances in the second half. You know, it's painful when you reflect. Oh, this this is giving me the Portsmouth Man United FA Cup knockout. This result, this performance is the the number of chances we created and the number of chances we created against Portsmouth is almost the same way. We created so many chances but we just couldn't find the net. And in the end we got knock soccer punch penalty. You know? So this is the problem. Now, the penalty shootout, 
well, I can't fault the players who took the penalties, but I don't. I should, I would expect players that look sure and who else didn't take the senior players should be taking penalties. The senior players should be taking penalties. That's that's just the the bitter truth. The senior players should be taking penalties. Why they are not taking penalties is beyond me. That is just the truth. Um, look, sure, Phil Jones should have taken penalties and and tried to keep a player like a nineteen-year-old academy player from taking sudden death penalties. The moment I saw Elanga coming, I knew he was going to throw away that penalty. I could see it in his face. I was just hoping that he somehow the keeper would not guess right. That keeper was the Middlesbrough keeper was a, it was a, it was a joke too. It was a, as much as a joke as Henderson was. They were not good goalkeepers. That was the only way anyone was going to miss a penalty, failing to hit the target. That was the only way. There was no other way. And looking at the Langas, I knew it was, he was going to miss. I feared the worst, and that was what happened. So, it's, it's, it's so terrible. It's so terrible. So pathetic from Manchester United. I'm quite pissed. They've ruined my weekend. Uh, they've certainly ruined this evening. And I'm not happy at all from, from Manchester United. I'm not happy at all. Uh, individually, Apart from the penalty shootout, Henderson did okay. Um, he did all right, especially the second half. He was on holiday for much of the... F- in fact, in the first half, he was on holiday. It was in the second half that he had to make a good save and, you know, made that good save in extra time, you know, from a set piece. He made two good saves and generally he was okay. He was decent, but he needs, he needs to step up uh, in his penalty saving skills, that was atrocious. Jumping up and down, and you know, he and the Middlesbrough keeper, both of them were were just jokers. The I they couldn't. I'm sure if all the players were getting their shot on target, none of them would have saved a penalty. We are just the unlucky team, really. Um. In the defense. I'm quite happy with Luke Shaw's performance. Luke Shaw did okay until he started overheating his crosses. I think um, he needs to... Maybe they're a bit rusty uh, because of the international break. They've lost some momentum. So I think it contributed to their performance. But I think he did very well. He combined well with Sancho and went forward very well. Dalot to the same thing. I think he... Joined the attack uh, a lot and contributed going forward even more than Rashford on the right wing, you know. Um, so the full backs did very well. I'm impressed with them. Um, the defense, though, um, we didn't really have many. It did, the center defense didn't have to, many attacks to deal with, but Varane did very well. Um, Maguire was decent, you know. I feel that um, because of Middlesbrough were not very adventurous and they really have many attempts on goal, um, so they didn't really have much to do. And all the area balls, they dealt reasonably well with them. So I can't fault the defence today, even though 
uh, we were sloppy to allow um, what more to be free to control the ball. Where was Dalot? Where was he? He had overlapped and left so much room for what more to control the ball and cross. He, Dalot should have been closing him down, you know, but he was nowhere to be found. And I don't know why um, the referees didn't allow the goal. It's terrible officiating from the referees. That was not a, an accidental handball. Whoever will judge that as accidental is just an idiot. He doesn't know what he's doing. Referees generally in England are a joke. That's just the summary of everything. Um, in midfield, I wasn't really impressed with McTominay. I think he was decent, but he didn't do anything spectacular. And of course, all these sloppy passes, he and Fred, you know, Fred came on um, for Pogba. He was decent, uh, but, you know, sometimes when you when you really, really need to be attacking, then they pay a sloppy pass. It's very, very annoying and frustrating. So Pogba was excellent for someone who has been out for close to four months. I am... Uh, well, close to four months, he suffered. He he's been out since the interna- last international break. Okay, last year I think the last international break was in November, October or November. I think October, uh, late October or early November. And so he has been out since then. So it's been close to, I would say three months. He has been out. So for someone who has been out for a long time and played. Over 18 minutes, I think he had a very um, good performance um, in midfield. Fortunately, Ranik had to remove him so that he doesn't uh, sustain further injuries. Uh, of course, he needs to build up fitness. So um, I can understand why Ranik will remove him. Uh, Bruno was very good in the first half. In the second half, he faded a bit and came alive towards the ending of the first half and most of the extra time, you know. But Bruno should be scoring an open goal. Uh, these are the problems. Our players are very sloppy. And that is why we are losing games that we should be winning. This season is becoming one of the worst seasons we've ever had. And for a season that started with so much promise, it's shameful the manner in which the season is unraveling and you know it will take a miracle a miracle of major proportions for this team to win the champions league i can't see it happening and we're taking on atletico madrid in the round of 16. this team cannot defeat atletico madrid and if we're able to defeat them i don't see how to get them past the quarterfinal stages because that is when the real the Champions League really begins to start. The boys will be separated from the men in the round of 16. You know? So I'm very disappointed with Bruno's uh, failure to score today. Um, it was too easy. It was easier to score than to miss, really. Uh, for the attackers, uh, Rashford was wasteful. Ronaldo was wasteful. He missed the penalty. And generally, he was poor, you know? But he had a lot of attempts, but he was poor. Shooting from poor angles, tight angles, you know. It's um annoying. Ronaldo cannot complain that he didn't get any service. He had he had a service, he just didn't take the chances. And 
he has been on a gold drought and gold drought sometimes goes it it is not easy you need goals to you know to get back into your stride and as long as ronaldo doesn't score it will continue to see terrible performances like this some fans are stupidly criticizing ronaldo blaming him for the defeat well he was not the only one that missed chances today yes he was part of those who missed chances okay um it, the penalty was the only thing he missed that was the clear chance and we all as we all know anyone can miss a penalty every other chances were difficult chances to take tight angles but there were some he could have just laid it you know for someone to tap in or to try and score you know um he's not being he's not also getting into good scoring positions like he normally does and that's a problem for me as well and again when he often did or whenever he, he was in a good scoring position the crosses were overheat especially from Luke Shaw this is the problem today was just a bad day at the office i have to say terrible day you know um so that's about it elanga he shouldn't be even be taking a penalty he shouldn't be be taking a penalty ahead of Luke Shaw or Phil Jones really he tried as much as he could he had one good chance but his header was saved you know so the guy has potential but this is the problem when your hopes are on a 19 year old academic graduate instead of established attackers where are the marshals where are the lingards this is the problem jesse lingard should have been in this team he was excused because we expect to defeat middlesbrough and to complete the game without players like jesse lingard he was giving it some time off and you know we are short in that position in light of mrs greenwood's uh the Messi greenwood situation we shouldn't be giving players like jesse lingard off days the way this club is run is just shambolic now let me focus on the way this club is run part of the reason why we are out of the fa cup is because of the way the club is run we should have been signing people at least we should have signed a midfielder in the in the midfield a defensive midfielder we should be signed if we had a decent def- defensive midfielder players like Pogba can move forward more often rather than trying to cover for McTominay's deficiencies defensively a better team would exploit that Pogba McTominay uh, midfield you know gap because McTominay is not disciplined enough to be a good defensive midfielder so we should have been signing someone in midfield my united failed to strengthen a problematic area in the transfer window now of course no one saw the missing greenwood situation coming so i could understand marshall but what about uh, just lingard we know lingard can play um, you know, by eight position or any of the wings. Why is Jess Linga not playing? Instead, Anthony Langa is playing. We need experienced players to navigate difficult, tricky games. And you put your hopes on a 19-year-old who, when the, when it came to the crunch, he, he was too intimidated and ballooned his penalty over the bar because he was scared. He went for power and overheat his shots inexperience 
Mainly were knocked out because of the inexperience of its, its academic product. And we had experienced players who we could use, but we've either loaned them out or we gave them holidays because they wanted to leave. Why wouldn't they leave? Why wouldn't Jeslinga want to leave? Why? So, the management of Manchester United, the way the club is being run, is contributing to our failures. When branding, when money is more important than football trophies, when, it, when money and branding and social media, and when money, ultimately, when money is much more important than success on the field, this is the result. Because whether you like it or not, my United will make money this year. And we, we let um, FA Cup, Carabao Cup be damned. The money we will make from other sources will cover the FA Cup. So it's not really bringing revenue for the club. So that's the situation we are in right now. Um, Ranik, again, I can't fault him too much, but I don't feel that he should play the players in their best positions. Before, he was trying to implement if his system of four two 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 when he's, he, he he had to jettison that for information that worked with this team and he would have to begin to think of putting players in their best positions because forcing Rashford to be on the right is not working. Sancho can should be playing on the right wing. Then of course players can switch if they want to switch for tactical reasons. But Sancho probably should be playing from the right wing. Unless Rashford is not starting or is not available. So these are my thoughts on the game. I'm so angry. I'm so upset. Uh, it's painful the way Manchester United is ruining a season that had promise. But just in the Champions League, the top four race, I don't want to even think about it. You can imagine Manchester United playing for fourth position, you know? Do we really deserve to... I think we need to go to the Europa League or the Conference League. We should... Some of these things need to happen for the Glazers to wake up because those idiots are not waking up. They are the ones ruining this club. Ranik is, uh, I feel, has become a puppet and is just playing, you know, towing the line, hoping to remain in good standing, you know? Saying things, yes, he says the truth as he sees it, but he is a puppet, a good puppet nonetheless, a blunt puppet, unlike Ole, who was always giving us vibes and saying good things, fake good bullshit. It was a hopeless puppet who was trying to hold on to his job because he knew he doesn't deserve to be in that position. Ranik, who knows his onions, but desperate to keep this job or to keep his position as a, con- a co- his consultancy role position or whatever role position he gets at this club, you know, is not interested in strengthening the squad. Rather, he's helping to save money for the Glazers. That's what all he has been doing, saving money for the Glazers. And that is why uh, some people who could have an impact in this game, Marshall, Lingard, 
did not play this game are not available. You know? So that is the situation of Manchester United. It's a pathetic and painful one. And our next game was against Burnley in the Premier League. I won't be surprised if we get a draw there or we will get beat. You know? So sometimes you get used to these poor performances, but sometimes because of some few victories, you begin to believe again. That is what this club does to you. It is the hope that kills you. They flatter to deceive. And Manchester United is very good at it. We are no different from Arsenal. I don't know who is even worse between us and Arsenal. You know, Manchester United is just a shambolic club. And I'm waiting to see what we'll do in the Champions League. We'll probably get knocked out this month. So in this month, we'll be knocked out from both the Champions League and the FA Cup. So we'll be focused on trying to try to secure top four, which we'll probably not get because of uh, the way Rannick uses his, his squad, you know. And, you know, because of we fail to act in the transfer window, you know. So that is it, ladies and gentlemen. I need to stop here. I've been going on and on. I think I've driven my point home. So thank you all for listening. I appreciate you all for taking time out to listen to this podcast. Thank you so much. Do have a pleasant weekend. And bye for now.